Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the School for School Counselors podcast. As always, I am so glad you're back here with me. I'm Steph Johnson, and today we're going to be talking about the new year. Now, some of you may be groaning internally, right? (laughs) It's not quite time to be thinking about going back to work, but as this podcast is released, most of you will be heading that direction. If not right then, then pretty soon afterward. And I don't know about you, but I kind of like the start of the new semester. I like the start of the new year. It feels like a chance for some growth, some fresh perspective. It gives a feeling of potential coming up. And for me, that's super exciting. Prompts me to take a moment to reevaluate where I stand, where I'm headed, and what I want to do to get there. So I'm not a big resolution type gal. I don't set a lot of New Year's resolutions. I do set goals, however, and I think those are very, very different. But anyway, in this episode, we're going to be talking about our New Year restart sequence. Uh, It's something that we've offered a couple of times in the past that has been um, an email delivered sequence, but we wanted to bring it to you on the podcast to help you get ready to go for spring 2023. Most of these things are things that you just typically forget in the hustle and bustle of the start of the new semester. And so we just want to give you some gentle reminders about some things that you can set in place to help your semester start off on the right foot. Before we get to that, though, I want to read to you a couple of the wonderful podcast reviews that we received recently. The first comes from Kay Hickson, and it's titled, Love This Podcast. As a school counselor, this podcast has helped me so much with topics not discussed or taught in grad school. It's very applicable to my job. Also, Tay Cave says, so helpful. I listen to this podcast on my way to work each morning. It's a quick and easy way to prepare for the day and to get motivated. Thank you all so much for your wonderful reviews. It just means the world to know that we are achieving what we set out to achieve with this podcast and that we're having the impact that we really want to make. Guys, if you haven't submitted your review yet, man, we would love for you to do that. It is just so precious to us in so many ways. And who knows, if you get that review submitted, you may just hear your own review on the podcast here very, very soon. That'd be pretty fun. All right, so let's jump into our New Year Restart. Let me give you the lowdown and the rundown of all of the components so you'll be ready to rock and roll when spring 2023 begins. Grab a pen or a pencil, piece of paper, um, post-it note, something like that, just to take some quick notes on because you're going to want to remember each one of these. It's one thing to listen to it and think about, you know, that's a great idea. It's a whole other thing to remember it and actually implement it. Right. And if you're anything like me, once you get busy and you start running, if you don't have that physical reminder or that visual reminder staring you in the face, you're going to move on to other things and forget. I totally get that. So grab a pen and just jot down some quick notes as you're listening. Or if you're driving, 
maybe go back and give this a listen again, um, just to get the most uh, key points out of this so you can be prepared and ready for 2023. All right, so number one, as we start our new year restart, task one is reflecting on August or September when you started the school year. What were the goals that you had in mind for your semester? What were some of the major things that you were hoping you could accomplish? And if you actually wrote them down somewhere, (laughs) I think that puts you in the maybe the top 1% of school counselors. I often hear people talking about their goals, but very rarely do I hear about people having them written down. So yay to you if you did that. But no matter uh, how you archived them, whether you archived them with brain power or on paper, think back and think, how much have you actually accomplished toward those so far? Now, if you didn't meet the goals that you set for yourself, give yourself some grace. Realistically, we should all have goals that we didn't meet because 2022 has been a challenge, right? Um, there's no doubt about that. And because of all the uncertainty, because that pendulum seems to keep swinging up and up and up and up with increased needs, it almost ensures that you didn't get as much done as you anticipated getting finished. And you know what? That's okay. That's absolutely okay. But reflecting on that, consider your goals for the second semester. You may want to keep the same ones. You may want totally different goals. You may want to aim a little lower than you did in the fall. Sometimes we have these really optimistic outlooks for the school year, right? And then we start slogging through and we begin to realize very quickly that what we imagined accomplishing is just not completely in the cards. Maybe because of our work situations, changes in administration, changes in programming that have been mandated to us. There's lots of different reasons for that, right? And there's no shame in that game. But write your goals down for the second semester, even if they look like this. This is an example that I gave to my masterminders. Make it to the end of the year. Perform one random act of kindness to a staff member each week and leave work no later than your appointed time each day. All right. The point is to make your goals realistic, even if they feel really simple and silly. Make them anyway. Just jot them down on a sticky note so you have them in front of your face. All right. Now that you've got your goals identified, let's take just a few minutes and let's review your calendar. We're looking at our dates and obligations for the spring semester, making sure they're updated, that we haven't missed anything important because you know they love to throw us those curveballs right during the school year. But look at things like the events from your school district calendar, testing dates, lesson times, even if they've already been determined. I've already heard from a lot of people over the holiday break about things changing in their scheduling. So look at that if that applies to you. Staff birthdays, if you do anything for those, don't feel like you should be. I'm just mentioning it in case you do. Personal appointments, personal obligations scholarship deadline dates, any awareness weeks or celebrations that you plan to facilitate. All of those things, make sure you have them down 
Speaking of which, we're going to have an episode coming up here very soon about some events in February and planning for those. So keep your ears open. Make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast so you don't miss anything uh, about that. We're going to have some great resources and some great tips for you when we're looking at National School Counseling Week and Random Acts of Kindness Week. All right, so make sure all of those days are still applicable. Nothing's been moved. Nothing extra has been added that you forgot to write down. And as you work on that calendar, remember, you can't do everything, all right? Especially if you're a solo counselor on campus and maybe doing a million other things in addition to counseling, remember that you want to choose the most important things for your campus, but you've also got to keep it simple, all right? So we're being accurate. We are pinpointing what we would like to do on our campuses, but we're also working to keep it simple. Okay, so, so far we have our goals uh, revisited. We have our calendars looked at. The next piece of this is something that I would venture to say the majority of school counselors fail to do. And it kind of goes along with the idea of failing to plan is planning to fail, right? (laughs) And y'all know I hate cliche so much, but in this instance, I think it's the perfect uh, sentiment for what we're talking about. We've got to go back through all of the events, observations, things that are going on on your calendar that you just identified and reverse engineer them. We've got to find the events that require some kind of preparation, any kind of action before they actually happen. Um, When I'm talking about this, I'm thinking more about like celebration or awareness weeks, testing dates, college application deadlines, but there are other things as well. Enter reminders for yourself prior to the event, like three weeks until practice test two weeks until practice test, one week until practice test. Just something simple like that. It sounds stupid. And some of you may actually physically be rolling your eyes at me right now, but you would be amazed at the number of people who attribute their ability to meet productivity goals to inserting little reminders like these. It just sort of sparks off your memory makes you more aware of where you are in time, kind of helps give you a pacemaker in a way, if that makes sense. And if you love planning, you could get more specific with those reminders, but do that later, all right? That's not the purpose of the restart. Really, what we want to do is just kind of get these things in mind. We want a quick glance over what's going to be happening during the semester so that we're prepared. That's all, okay? And we want to avoid all that overwhelm because y'all know when we walk in those doors in January, y'all, it's on, right? We are going to be running like nobody's business, and that's okay because we love what we do, but we've also got to be realistic about it. All right, so for your fourth restart task, You'll be glad to know it has nothing to do with pencils or paper or computer screens. Yep, yep, right? (laughs) We can only do so much planning in our calendars. The next task that you can undertake is freshening up your counseling space. If you're anything like me, as I finished up 2022, 
there were a few areas in my working space that got pretty discombobulated, um, had a lot of piles of stuff, things that were meant to be gotten to, things that were helping me get through some of our outreach components during the holiday season. It just kind of became a mess in some ways. Yeah, can you relate to that? So imagine how amazing it would feel to walk back into a clean and organized space for the start of your spring semester. So we're not talking major overhaul here, friends. We're talking about 10 to 15 minutes. And in that 10 to 15 minutes, all we're going to do is things like filing away the piles of random paper, right? Give them all a home. Put away all of those random supplies or materials that just seem to be floating all over the place with no particular purpose. I personally have had some fidgets and decks of cards on my desk for weeks, and I have no idea why they've been living there because they don't belong there. So those need to move back to their homes. And then just straighten up the immediate spaces in your office that you and your students look at every day. It so often makes me chuckle, especially when um, folks are talking school counseling. Sometimes they'll post pictures of their offices, what things are going on in there. And it just amazes me sometimes at the clutter or the visual stimulation that I see in folks counseling offices. And they're so cute. They are so stinking cute. But at the same time, I wonder how one finds clarity and calm and peace in an area that is so busy. You guys know research says that most classroom environments are most appropriate for girls. Did you know that with all of the stimulation, all of the different posters and colors and patterns and everything everywhere, it really hinders learning ability for boys. Did you know that? So I would think that we could sort of translate that same finding into our counseling offices, just making sure things aren't too busy. There aren't too many piles of clutter, too many things around. Uh, It's really hard to feel peaceful in a chaotic environment. So just take 10, 15 minutes, tidy those things up, get them back to their homes, get everything ready for a wonderful spring semester. Okay, we're moving right along. We've had lots of great ideas so far for getting our spring semester started off on the right foot. We've looked at our goals and revised and refined them, made them simple and realistic for the upcoming semester. We've looked at our calendar, freshened up our dates, made sure we had everything in the right place. And then we've reverse engineered some of those events to make sure that we can see them coming right? That they don't just come and punch us in the face later and we go, oh man, I, w- I wish I'd remembered that was coming up. We'll have that all planned out and ready to go. And then we sort of tidied up our spaces, refreshed our working spaces, and made them feel like productive, calming environments for both ourselves and for our students. The next thing we want to do is check our jump file. Now, here is a concept that we swear by. My team and I here at School for School Counselors swear by the jump file, and we train school counselors on it every summer in our free best year ever event because we really, really believe in this. This is a file that helps you locate what you need quickly and confidently when something unexpected pops up. 
The worst thing that could happen in your program, I think, or one of the worst feelings that you could have is needing a resource and not being able to put your fingers on it quickly. Crisis assessment comes to mind. If you have a student in crisis in your office and you're scrambling trying to find your forms to fill out or scrambling trying to find your screeners, y'all, that's a terrible, terrible place to be. Don't end up there. Make sure you have your jump file ready to go. Now, I won't have time in this podcast episode to go in depth in the jump file, but basically what you're looking at is a file containing several key categories, uh, referral sheets for services or community resources, a section for on-the-fly worksheets for those kids that drop in and either you've never met them before, you have no idea why they're there, or they're having trouble regulating those kinds of things. Any of your go-to stuff you can have in that file. Brief screeners, if you use them, your Columbia could certainly be part of that. Um, Threat assessment documents. So anytime a student is in crisis, you want to have all those documents, checklists, screeners ready to go. Behavior documents. Those could be some blank behavior charts, things to try for teachers, perhaps some brief accommodations lists, those kinds of things, just so you have them at the tip of your fingers. Not only does it save you the stress and worry of trying to locate those quickly, but (laughs) I want to be real with you. When somebody walks in your office and you need those things and you're able to put your fingers on them in seconds, man, (laughs) that makes you look like a rock star. So go ahead and help yourself. Make sure that you have all of your jump file components ready to go. And if you already had your jump file built, just go back and refresh it. Make sure you've got plenty of copies everything ready to go for the spring so that you can just grab it and run. All right, two more things to go in our new year restart. And I know this has ended up being quite a list. We're going to post it in our Facebook group. So if you're not a part of that School for School Counselors Facebook group, go join it now. And in your join request somewhere, put podcast or new year restart and we'll know to get you in fast. Okay. But the next thing that you can do for your restart is to review any of your counseling website pages. If you are responsible for updating those in any way, make sure that your links are still up to date, that your announcements are current, you still have the right resources listed for parents and students. And you know, if you've lost 100 pounds, if you've chopped off all your hair or something like that, do you need to upload a new profile pic? Those just kind of basic maintenance tasks. Go ahead and get those done on your counseling program website. Make sure they're all taken care of because, again, that makes you look like a super professional school counselor. And I can't tell you how many school counseling web pages I've come across in the last year or so that are still listing COVID resources, right? Resources for shutdowns and quarantines and things like that. Y'all, it's time to update those. And then your last task for your new year restart is pre-planning self-care and mental health days for yourselves. Because as we start running a million miles an hour again, y'all, and you know it's coming, right? You know it's coming. We will completely forget to stop and assess our own needs. We just tend to put our heads down and start working and running and we don't look up. We've got to be proactive about taking care of these things for ourselves. And despite 
what your principal will lead you to believe. Your campus will survive without you for a day or two here and there. I promise. (laughs) So let's get some activities that restore you. Let's get some mental health days on the books so we know that we're going to take a little bit of a pause here and there. And again, this is one of those things that sounds so stupid and so obvious, but be honest. How often have you truly made this a priority, right? You've got to make an appointment with yourself to fill yourself up so that you can truly serve others well. It's so important. So decide on a preliminary self-care plan, put some days on your calendar, and make a promise to yourself that you are not going to compromise on your self-care, all right? Treat yourself like you believe that you're amazing, because you are. The work that you do every day is so inspiring and so impactful for students, even if it doesn't feel like it in the day-to-day grind. Y'all, I promise you, you're changing people's lives. That is not a small thing. But in order to continue doing that and to continue doing it well, you're going to have to take care of yourself. So make plans to do it. All right, well, that was a lot of information. Oh my gosh, right? I told you the concepts are simple. But there are a lot of moving parts to this new year restart. Now, we are working together through this paradigm in our School for School Counselors Mastermind. We're walking through it through a week, step by step together, so that we can encourage one another through it, so that we can provide each other ideas and inspiration, because we truly do believe that we're stronger and smarter together. It's going to be an amazing week of planning and preparation. And if you could use a fellowship of school counseling professionals like that, y'all come give it a try. Come join us in the School for School Counselors Mastermind. Hang out with us for a week in there. See how you feel about it. Come to one of our support and consultation chats that we hold each week. And then if you don't like it, man, you can leave. No hard feelings there. But I don't want you to miss out on this if this is something that you feel your heart has really been wishing for. There are a lot of folks out there that wish that they really had that fellowship with other professionals, people who get it, who understand what we do each day and can talk through things without coming across um, as condescending, as though they think they already know what your job is and exactly how it is on your campus. How many times have you talked to a teacher or an administrator in your immediate area, and that's kind of how their reaction felt, right? Or people think they know what your job is, but they really don't know what your job is. It's very common, and so it's refreshing to be in the midst of these professionals that know enough to know, like they get it, but they also know there are so many variables and circumstances that change the game, and they're open to listen, they're open to understand, and they're open to offer suggestions if they're asked for. It's an amazing community. Check it out, schoolforschoolcounselors.com slash mastermind. We'd love to have you join us. And also, ooh, ooh, y'all. Okay, so I don't usually do things like this, but I'm going to give you 
a sneak peek this week. So as a listener of this podcast, and you've made it this far in this episode, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag just for you. We are launching another podcast. Yes, it is coming soon. It is going to be called the Get the Job Podcast. Some of you might be familiar with our Get the Job program, and it's going to be guiding school counselors through all things interview prep, resume prep, all the things involved with getting hired as a school counselor. And I'm going to be honest with you, the reason that we're launching it is we are trying to battle all of the misinformation that folks come to us believing. Um, (laughs) We have to kind of deprogram them. (laughs) There's a lot of bad information and advice out there. So we just want to clear things up. Again, we want to give you a research basis for what we're teaching um, and why you should be doing different things in your job search and your interview prep and in your resume preparation. And it's all going to be there in our new Get the Job podcast. But to be honest, I'm not just telling you to be benevolent. I really do need your help with something. As a podcast listener who tend to be more intelligent than the general population, did you know that? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There is research to support that. So congratulations. You know how to discern a good podcast from a bad podcast, right? You probably listen to several. And so I would love your feedback on the Get the Job podcast before we actually release it. So here are the criteria. If you think you might be interested in a sneak peek of our Get the Job podcast, here are the criteria. You must have been a listener of this School for School Counselors podcast for a while. I won't specify what a while means. I'll let you interpret that the way you wish. And I would prefer to have folks who are either going to be looking to get hired this spring, doesn't have to be your first school counseling job, although it could be, or you're looking for a change of pace, perhaps. You're one of those folks that's open to the possibility of interviewing and moving to a different place in the fall of 2023. I would love to have you listen to this podcast. Now, why that piece of criteria? Because when you're in that frame of mind, you're going to listen to the podcast with a different perspective. And that's what I want you to have. I want you to listen with the perspective of a job seeker. And then the last piece of criteria is that you just follow through and you'll provide a a review for us based on what you hear. I will not specify what your review needs needs to say. I want you to be honest. I want you to tell it from the heart based on what you've heard, because as in everything we do in our School for School Counselors world, we want to build this stuff together, all right? I have no desire to be a school counseling influencer. (laughs) I have no desire to be seen as an expert in school counseling. I see myself as more of a curator in school counseling. And that means that we've all got to work together to make this thing go. And I would love, love, love your insight and perspective on our new upcoming podcast. So if you're interested, email me hello at schoolforschoolcounselors.com, H-E-L-L-O at schoolforschoolcounselors.com. Just drop me a quick email. Let me know who you are and why you're interested in getting a sneak peek of the new podcast. And I'll send you some links over. You can listen 
um, and give me your honest review. I would just so be in your debt and be so, so grateful. So thank you. All right, guys, that's all I have for you this week. You got plenty of good information here for our new year restart. So remember, we are looking at our goals that we set in the fall, seeing how close we are, maybe if we need to reset some new ones, analyzing our calendars to make sure everything's in the right place. We haven't missed anything. We've reverse engineered those events. So we see them coming and we don't get surprised or bamboozled by them. We cleaned up our spaces in our counseling offices so they feel fresh, light, and like we can really process and calm and relax in them. We updated our jump files with all those materials so we have all of our essential documents at our fingertips ready to go. We updated our school counseling websites and then we intentionally scheduled times and days for self-care. Y'all, that's a lot. But as I said before, if you want to walk through it with us, come join our School for School Counselors Mastermind. We would love to walk through that with you to make sure you are ready to rock 2023. All right, I'm going to leave you guys this week. I hope you have the best week ever. And again, don't forget, uh, if you feel compelled, provide a review for the podcast. We would so appreciate it. And if you'd like that sneak peek, drop me an email. I'll be waiting. All right, y'all be well, and I will see you again very, very soon. 